0: You're listening to the Elevate Main podcast. To learn more about Elevate, visit our website at www.elevate.org.ph. We hope you enjoy today's talk. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our online youth service and our last youth service for the year. And I would like to just greet everyone who's joining us. Merry, Merry Christmas to those who are on YouTube and our Facebook So thank you guys for joining us. It's been a a wild 2020, but that's why we want to end it on a high and a positive note. And when I say positive, that's why our ending topic for today is this title of our topic for this youth service is Salamat 2020. Okay, so you might be asking the question, how can I give thanks? (laughs) Ang daming nangyari, Kuya Marty. I mean, it's just... I know it's challenging There's so many things that happen But why are we having this topic? Why Salama 2020? You know, this is my in- inspiration In 1 Thessalonians verse uh, f- uh, chapter 5, verse 18 Let's look at what it reads here It says, Give thanks sabi ni Paul, In all, right? In every situation In all circumstances For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus In other words God wants us to be grateful, to be thankful. But again, looking back at this 2020, it's just so hard to be thankful, right? I mean, yeah, you can I can be thankful, I can think of some things that I can be grateful for. And there are a lot of things that we can be grateful for. But to be honest, it's just, it's just tough. I mean, look at these things that happened uh, nung, ta, nung January 12, 2020, the Taal eruption. That in itself, it was very challenging. And then Davao declared to be state of calamity on no Feb 3 because of African swine. I mean, I, we never we weren't affected by this. It was in Davao, it was in the south, but it was a wild thing. It was crazy. And then nagkaroon ng typhoon, tam- Typhoon Ambo, in May 8. Uh, aside from the quarantine aside from the uh, coronavirus in typhoon ambo may 8 2020 of course the community quarantine in march 15 because of the pandemic because of covid-19 and then nagkaroon pa nang bird flu outbreak in july 29 2020 so you have the coronavirus and then now you in july 20 29, there's there's that bird flu. And not just that, look at this 6.6 magnitude Masbate earthquake. August 18, destroyed houses. I mean, how can you be grateful for that? And then you ha- have this Sulu Twin explosions. In August 24, we heard about this, right? And it was discussed, and you have this, it, it, it was discussed in the government, it was discussed in the media, And then you have the Typhoon Quinta in October 29, you have the Typhoon Raleigh in November 2, and the Typhoon Ulysses. And I know a lot of you guys, you got affected with this one, uh, Loss of power, walang internet connection, and aside from that one, there are problems that we have faced online. Uh, yung online classes uh, and even the modules. I mean, all of these things. More people getting depressed. More people cannot handle the situation. I mean, it's just a tough 2020. And some family members they couldn't stand each other because they're staying in one roof in one house for, twi- for 24/7. And for some, it's enjoyable, but for a lot of people, it's not. So that's why maybe some of you are asking the question, Kuya Marty, how can I be thankful during difficult times? I mean, it's so easy to say, okay, sige, and dami ginagawa ni Lord na maganda, but I don't really know what God is doing. I don't know what positive things God is doing in our country, in this world, in my life, in my family, for me, to be thankful. It's easy to be thankful when everything's doing well, right? When you pass the exam, when you get high grades during this COVID-19, even though there's a pandemic, even though uh, online classes, even though damming modules, you get high grades, it's easy to be thankful. Or sinagut ka ng this year, or whatever that is, right? That's so good, so positive, it's easy to be thankful. But when there, there are difficulties, when you are in difficult times, when there's crisis in your life, how can we be thankful? And that's why we want to end this year and our youth service with Salamat 2020. I want to teach all of us to develop a grateful heart. If we have one point that I want you to remember, especially as we end this year, develop A grateful heart. This is our message for today. So how do you do that? Now, before I answer that question, how do we develop a grateful heart? Let's differentiate first. Let's clarify. What does it mean when you say, I have a grateful heart? Look at this uh, chart. Being grateful doesn't mean, and being grateful means. So I want to explain what it means when you say, I'm grateful, and what it means when you, uh, what it doesn't mean. For example, being grateful doesn't mean we are living our life as if there are no problems. Yung para ka nagbubulag-bulagan, that's not gratefulness. Na, di, wala talagang problema. Di, wala naman talagang COVID. dito totoo yan. right? So, that's not being grateful, okay? Gratefulness is hindi nagbubulag-bulagan. You're not living a life na wala talagang problems because the reality is there are problems. Being grateful doesn't mean we disregard the pain. Hindi, hindi asak tan Wala to. Right, then, nasaktan ka right? So it's not disregarding the pain because the truth is the pain is there, and sometimes we cannot take it off our minds because it's very painful. Being grateful doesn't mean we just think positive. Think positive, lang. Oh, may problema pero think positive. Think positive. The problem with positivism is if you're, we're holding on to something like a belief or like a, uh, or a person that will that causes us to think positive what if that person or that belief is wrong meaning to say it's not secure it's not accurate meaning to say kahit na ko naging positive ka hindi positive ako kasi alam kong this person hindi nagfefail yan eh, and yung person so yung thinking positive mo fail. do you get that so hindi lang dapat puro thinking positive we need to evaluate, we need to look at what's really true. So being grateful is not just thinking positive. Being grateful is not just holding on to false hopes. Yung umaasa ka sa alam mo hindi naman talaga pwedeng umasa don, de ba? May mga ganun eh. Diba? Mas lalo kang mahirapan. Mas lalo ka masasaktan ng the end. And mas lalong parang frustrating yung life. All because you thought na magpo pull through tong promise nitong person or whatever that is. So that's not what it means to becoming grateful. Being grateful on the other hand, it means problems are real but so are blessings. Do you get that? Problems are real. Totoo problema. But so are blessings. In fact, blessings from God usually if not all the time outweighs the problems that we have in life. Actually not Usually, all the time, the blessings of God outweighs the problems that we experience in life. I don't, I don't see that. I don't see the, that the blessings of God in my life will outweigh the problems that I have right now. How do I see that? And that's why I want to teach you to develop a grateful heart. So being grateful means also we accept the pain. It's normal. You're experiencing pain. That's normal but we don't let it destroy us. Don't let the pain destroy you. Talagang masasaktan tayo. There will be times that we tayo. There will be times that we And I know this year you can maybe count, maybe sa fingers, mo, maybe more than your fingers, the number of times you got hurt this year. Maybe physically, maybe mentally, emotionally, spiritually, whatever that is. Don't hide the pain, that's true. You got hurt. I got hurt. We accept the pain, but don't let it destroy you. You know, a lot of people, they don't know how to handle their pain. It destroys them. Being grateful will help you handle the pains you experience in life. Being grateful means we think of what is true, not just being positive. What is the truth about this situation? What is God doing in my life and through my life? Why is God allowing it? You may, have, you may not have all the answers, but you know that God is true you know that God is, you know, He's a promise keeper. You know that He will not fail. So that's why we think of what is true. There are realities, truth in every situation. We think about those things. Being grateful also means we hold on to His promises. Kasi yung His promises, it's not false hope. Hindi pa asa. He's gonna follow through with what He has promised. So we hold on to His promises. This is what I mean when I say develop a grateful heart. This is what I mean when I say, okay, I need to be grateful in life. Of course, it's hard to be grateful with the challenges that we experience, but I believe these things are possible. We can develop a grateful heart. And here's another benefit if you are a grateful person. Look at these benefits. Qualities of grateful people. So I wanna show you the benefit. If you're a grateful person, qualities of grateful people. Number one, joyful most of the time. You can see that in their lives. They're very joyful, they're happy people. They don't get easily affected by problems. Yes, there are problems and they accept the problems, but it doesn't control them, it doesn't destroy them. Joyful most of the time. Qualities of grateful people? they I, They see the good in every situation, sees the good in every situation. I remember um, when, when uh, the, the wife of our senior pastor, Sitita Diona, she got into an accident recently I, I think a few weeks ago she got into an accident. I think she fell in a, in a hole this is subdivision they were jogging, and then she fell there and then it hit her i think stomach, and they had to rush her to the hospital. But look at her response when she was telling us what was happening. She was thankful. Thankful that she was alive. Thankful that she was able to use that situation to become a blessing to the nurses in the hospital. She was able to share the gospel. And she said, you know what? I believe God allowed it to happen because she wants to use me for His, for His glory. And when we were listening, wow, kung ako yun my complaint will be, na-accident ako, bakit hindi tinakpan yung hole, kasalanan nyo yan, pwede ako magdemanda. You know, other people will, will file a case. Other people will just get angry at the barangay captain or whoever is in charge of that. Normal people will do that. But followers of Christ, grateful people, will see the good in every situation. Sometimes kasi ang nakita lang natin yung problema. Sometimes kasi, ang, or a lot of times, nagkital natin yung inconvenience. This is inconvenient for me, Lord. Why did you allow this to happen? Why modular? Sobrang daming modules, sobrang daming mga assignments, sobrang daming mga requirements, and ang hirap-hirap because online. Why did you allow it to happen? Look at the good in every situation. Pero kaya Marty, I don't see any good. That's why we need to develop a grateful heart. The problem with us is our Tendency is to look for the bad things instead of looking for the good things. Diba? That's the tendency. We look at the bad things, mas madalita yung maghanap ng bad things in a situation than looking at the good things. You know, recently, uh, since this pandemic, I've been learning to look for the good things or good qualities with my children. Usually, before, ang, nad, ang madalas ko nakikita, yung bad things. Pag disobey sila, if they did this, if I did this, I need to learn to be so observant to be a good detective of the good things. What are the good things here? What are the good qualities? Right? For example, you like someone, you talagang gusto mo yung person. Diba yung good things will overshadow the bad things? Diba Kunyari, Someone went to you and talked about a bad quality about the person you like. Ano sabi mo, hindi hindi Alam mo hindi, you just misunderstand that person. Hindi talaga siya ganyan, ganito siya actually, right? You're gonna defend that person. Why? Because you have a heart for that person. It starts with the heart. Gratefulness starts with the heart. So, grateful people will see the good in every situation. Grateful people will complain less. They complain less. They don't complain many things about the situation, about uh, their school, about the community. Marekla kasi kasitayo, But people who are grateful complains less. Not easily angered or frustrated. may kilala ako. Even even Christians, ha, believers who knows Jesus already as their Lord and Savior, they get easily angry, right? With, for example, a disappointment, for example, meron lang mga misunderstanding lang naman magagalit kagat. Ka Mafu frustrate. Mafu frustrate kasi may ginawatong person na Nafu frustrate sila sa ibang mga tao. Why? Because we have so much expectations from other people that we fail to be grateful. Grateful people, not easily angered and not easily frustrated. And grateful people are helpful people. Why? Because you want to be a blessing to others. That's the desire of people who are grateful. And, mana notice mo yan eh. Actually, mana notice, man. In fact, you or even myself, I, would ra- I want to spend time with people who are grateful. Because people who are ungrateful, usually they're negative. People who are ungrateful, usually all they talk about, or majority of the times, they talk about things that are frustrating things that will cause me to get angry also things that will cause me to just be frustrated with life with whoever that is that he's talking about alam mo yon negative but when we spend time with people who are grateful who are thankful nakakahaway change your perspective mo eh we will learn to be joyful we will learn to see the good in every situation we will complain less we will not get easily angered or frustrated and we want to be a blessing to other people. That's why we need to develop a grateful heart. Now, you might be asking, okay, so how do I develop a grateful heart, Kuya Marty? How will I do this? Paano ba nagawa ni Paul na he was giving thanks in all circumstances? And it's not just in First Thessalonians. Even in Colossians, he said, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts since as members of one body you were called to peace and be thankful. And not just that, but also in Colossians chapter 4, verse 2, devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful, and thankful. So see, Paul mismo, he was telling the believers, he was telling those people who believe or trust the Lord, you have to be thankful. You need to develop a thankful heart because it affects how you live your life. So how do we do this? You know, I'm so glad that the Christmas story tells us that we need to be grateful. The fact that Jesus Christ, God himself, became man, went down here on earth, and that was the first Christmas day, reminds us that there is a heart that we need to have, a heart that is grateful. There's something to be grateful for that overshadows all our problems. Let's look at this Christmas story, which I know is very familiar, for all of you guys. In Luke chapter 2, verse 8, let's look at what happened. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, and I know this is very familiar to you, keeping watch over their flocks at night. Now, let me give you a background. And I know, you know, you've heard this message. A lot of you've heard this message before. Shepherds are marginalized people during their time. They were very poor. In fact, nobody wanted to take care of sheep that's why they will train or hire hire shepherds or ask shepherds to take care of sheep because sheep they're dirty stinky nobody wants to take care of them so these guys some of them or maybe a lot of them were poor they were marginalized so what happened the angel of the lord appeared to the shepherds they were experiencing some problems okay imagine you're marginalized you're experiencing problems not just the shepherds everyone the israelites they were experiencing problems what do I mean they were experiencing problems? Imagine they were conquered. They don't have their own land, the Jewish people. Wala silang sariling land that they can that they can call their own. They were conquered by the Roman Empire. And then, but look at this, all of them, whether you're a shepherd, as long as you're a Jewish person, you're a businessman that's Jewish, you're an accountant that's Jewish or a tax collector that's that's Jewish. All of them were waiting for the Savior. They want to be saved from their captivity. They want to have their own land. They want to have their own king, just like the time of David. They were waiting for the Messiah. How do I know that? They know this passage, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor. They were waiting for this. Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, every Jewish person during that time, they were waiting for that. If you know the story of King Herod and the wise men who came to him, right? You know that story? They know, the priests know, the Pharisees knew that the Messiah will come in Bethlehem. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. They were waiting for that, why? There were wars during their time. They were were captives. Right? So they wanted freedom. They wanted their own land. They wanted the government and peace that will have no end. They want this, he will reign on David's throne. They know that history. That during David's time, it was a glorious kingdom over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and, oh, forever they wanted that. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. They wanted this. They know they have, have this problem. They have this need. And that's why it's good that we have this story. You know, for us to develop a grateful heart, we need first to know our greatest problem. And I mentioned this many times. Whenever I speak here, whenever I tell people, maybe some of you are listening, you don't know your greatest problem. If, you have, if, if you're a Christian already, you know, you have a relationship with Christ, you know your greatest problem. But a lot of people, they don't know their greatest problem. And why is it important to know your greatest problem? Because if you know your greatest problem and that problem is solved, then you'll be grateful to the person who solved that problem. Diba? You'll be eternally grateful, or whatever that is. You're gonna be so kind, so good to that person because that person solved your problem. My greatest problem, also here's the effect of our greatest problem. My greatest problem will affect how I live my life. For example, if your greatest problem is a school, kailangan pumasa sa subject na to, it will affect how you think. It will affect. It will affect how you spend time, how you use your time. Talaga mag-aaral ka It will affect if. money and problem mo, it will affect your decisions. And not just that, it will affect who you will trust. Who will you go? Who will you go to? I will go to this person for help. I will go to this person. Kasi kailangan kumpumas. I remember before when I was having a hard time with this subject in college. Okay? I was having a hard time in this subject and I, I failed. The, I think the first exam I failed. The second exam I passed barely. Okay? I passed. But only like a few points. But still, I will fail if I don't pass the third and the fourth exam. Because my first exam was really low. I needed help. I was so desperate. Actually, wala no alam sa ibang subjects, because I know I can handle the other subjects. I was just so focused on this. During that second year, or th- yeah, second year college, yun lang talaga yung, nam, dun lang talaga ako bothered. Sa problem na yon. I need to pass this exam. I need to pass the last two exams. I need to pass this subject or else I'm going to get kicked out from my course. Or I will repeat this subject. The subject was prerequisite for other courses. So I this is tough. I was scared. I even cried. So it affected me. It affected my study time. I focused more on that subject. I asked help from other people so that I could understand that subject more. I was bothered with that problem more than the other problems. Why? Because during that time, that was my greatest problem. But you see, our greatest problem is so much compared to all the problems that we have here on earth. Our greatest problem is sin. And that's why we needed a Savior. And that's why we have Christmas. And look at what happened here in verse 9. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. So the angel of the Lord appeared to the shepherds, but the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news. They were longing for the Messiah. They were longing for the King that will cause great joy for all the people. You see, something good it, to be so, to be a good news to, for something to be a, to become a good news that will cause great joy it should be very relevant to you and for me uh, and to you and to me right it should be very relevant it should be something that you long for something that you've been praying for it should deal with one of your greatest problems right for it to become a good news that will cause great joy kasi kung hindi din wala ka pa kailang sa news nyan it's not gonna be a good news to you and it's not gonna cause great joy kung hindi naman relevant sa syo kung hindi naman solve yung problema mo right for some of you guys wala kayo not kailang na solve yung problema sa school kasi hindi ganon ka na nagaral let's say na, 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 na let's say exempted na yung klasmo sa exams right pero wala it doesn't it didn't give you good news because matasa mo yung grades mo but for some people they were it was a good news to them and it caused great joy for them because affected <laughs> Oh, s- accepted, accepted Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Accepted it Do you see what I'm talking about? Some news doesn't cause great joy for you and for me. But this news that the angel was saying will cause great joy for what? For all the people. That's what the angel told the shepherds. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born. He is what? The Messiah. They've been longing for the Messiah. They've been wanting the, for the Savior to come here on earth. The Lord. Why do we need the Messiah? Why is sin our greatest problem? Let's look at this passage. In Romans chapter 6, verse 23. Look at this passage. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in what? Christ Jesus our Lord. You know why sin is our greatest problem? That sin overshadows all our problems here on earth. Whether it's sickness, whether it's money, you're in debt, family problems, whatever that is, sin is our greatest problem. Because ang kabayaran, wages, the payment of sin, as long as we have sinned at least once in our life, is death. Eh, ko this passage is not talking about physical death. It's eternal separation from God. Why? Heaven is a perfect place. Nobody who is sinful can enter heaven. Kaya siya the biggest problem. Why? You mean to say, if I've sinned and I die because of my sin, okay? I die. And I don't have relationship with God. I go to hell. I get eternally separated from God. Forever I go to hell. Grabe naman yung problema Kaya nga it's the greatest problem. Do, do, do you get this? You see, for a lot of people, their problem for he for for a lot of people their prob their, their greatest problem is money. Their greatest problem is love life. Greatest problem is yung mga nangyaris here on earth. I mean, those things are problems. I'm not saying na it shouldn't bother you. I'm not saying it shouldn't hurt you. Of course, those things are important to deal with. But not as important as sin, right? It's the greatest problem. Because if you solve the greatest problem, the other solve. Right? For example, during that time when I was having a problem with this subject, when I found out that I passed the last exam, the fourth exam. When I found out that I passed the last exam, guess what? Kait ano pa yung problema ko sa ibang subjects, wala na pa kailang. Because I passed this and I know I'm gonna become third year college already by next school year. So, wala ng pa kailang, po namin problema ko sa ibang subjects, ano man problema ko sa ibang tao. I was just so happy that day. Other problems didn't bother me at all anymore. Problems sa sports, problems sa love life, whatever that is, I was just so happy. That time, because my greatest problem that season was solved. What about our greatest problem for our entire life? Sin. It was solved by Christ. How do we know? But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. That's why to develop a grateful heart, first, we know our greatest problem. That's the first step. You understand what's really our problem. Because if we know our problem, the greatest ha, problem, and then we know who saved you, of course it's going to develop a grateful heart. Of course you will realize that, oh, nga no, if God Himself who died for my sins showed amazing grace and amazing love for me, then I should be grateful because of that. Because He solved my greatest problem. This will be a sign to you. Look at what happened to the shepherds. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel. You know this story. Praising God and saying glory to God in the highest heaven. And on earth peace to those whom his favor rests. That's what his promise. The peace of God to those whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into the heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go. You see how excited they were? Let's go to Bethlehem, see this thing that has happened, which the Lord God has told us about. And they hurried off. So excited Why? Angels ba naman nagpakita Of course, you're going to be excited. This is something amazing. Found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. This is how you will know they were grateful. They didn't just go to that place where the baby was. When they saw the baby, they spread the news. The Messiah is here. And it caused great joy to a lot of people. How do we know? All who heard it were amazed. They were in awe. They'd been waiting for the Messiah. The Savior, they know this is the only person that could save them at what the shepherd said to them. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God. That's a grateful heart. For all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Imagine that. Grateful heart. What's our message again? Develop a grateful heart. So, paano tayo magkakaroon a grateful heart? Number one, Know your greatest problem. Number two, know who saved you. And number three, know His grace. The grace that is at work in and through your life. You see, look at this statement. The more we see how unworthy we are, the more we will be thankful. Our problem is we feel like we're worthy. We're not worthy. I don't know how to overemphasize this. Now, we deserve death. We deserve to be eternally separated from God. I, wa- I want you to listen to this very carefully because a lot of people, they don't know this, okay? Even, th- even though they go to church, we all only think about, okay, God loves me. That's good, God loves you. But for you and me to appreciate God's love more, we need to realize that we don't deserve His love. What do you mean, Cream Martin, we don't deserve His love? We're sinful people. We deserve to go to hell. We deserve to be eternally separated from Him. Listen to me here, listen to me here. This is a very important truth that I want you to sink in your mind because the more you understand this, okay, the more you accept this in your life, the more you're gonna be grateful and the more you're gonna take God seriously. Because bakit? Siname ka He died for your sins and my sins. All the more you're gonna be thankful the Lord I don't deserve it you're God you're all powerful you don't need to do this but you've done it because you love me do you get that he doesn't need to save us he doesn't need to he could wipe us out instantly I'm unfaithful I'm ungrateful I've done many crazy things I don't deserve his love Just like this, uh, look at the Apostle Paul. Look at in 1 Corinthians 15, 10. Sabi ni Paul, by the grace of God, I am what I am. Do you know that chapter? He was recounting what happened to him. He was recounting that he's a sinner. He was recounting about God's grace and what God has done in his life. He was telling people that I have killed many Christians before. I don't deserve this. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And His grace to me was not without effect. Alam we need to evaluate kasi our life. We need to look back and see how unworthy we were, how lost we were in the past, na kung tayo lang, we won't be here, there's no assurance of eternal life, there's no purpose in life, there's no excitement that we know God is going to rescue us and He's going to return and bring us to be with Him in heaven. Kung hindi tayo ni God. I wouldn't be here without God's grace. And for a lot of you, you wouldn't be where you are. Yung blessings that you're experiencing. Yung ginagamit ka Lord. Yung family mo you restore ni God. Yung nag improve ka as a person and you're becoming more like Him. I want you to look at that. Because that in itself shows that the grace of God is working in your life and through your life. That in itself is reminding me that, oh no Lord, I don't deserve that. You know, recently I, was, I joined a planning with, with CCF, some of the key leaders of CCF. And we were in, at this place. And uh, when we were there, honestly, I was just asking God, I was just telling God, Lord, I don't know what I have done to become part of this. I didn't deserve it. It was the key leaders of CCF. That was the planning for the key, with the key leaders of CCF in this wonderful place for 2021. We were planning for that one. I was invited. And sabi ko, I said, Lord, I don't deserve this because I'm a sinful person. Uh, I'm imperfect. and dami male. And for me to be considered or to just be part of this is just a sign of your grace. Sometimes kasi, alam mo, problema natin. Ito ang problema natin. Oh. Our problem is we sometimes think we deserve more blessings from the Lord because we feel we are better than others. Diba? Dyan mo maririnig yung statement na, bakit inilaw to ni God sa akin? Mas masama yung tao na yun na bakit dapat sa kanya na lang. Have you heard that statement? I've heard that many times. Bakit ako yung nagkaganito? Ako nga yung pumupunta ng church, siya hindi, sana siya na lang. ba? Dapat siya yung punish ng ganyan. Comparison. Dapat siya yung maka-experience ng ganyan. Dapat siya yung mas mahirap. Siya yung na-busted. Siya yung bumagsak. Siya yung experience ng sakit. Dapat na lang yung daddy ko or yung mami ko. Sometimes ganun tayo mag When we lost a loved one, sometimes ang question natin is, why did you allow this to happen in my life, Lord? Dapat siya. Dapat hindi ako. And don't get me wrong. I understand when you experience death, when you experience sickness, yes, it's going to break your heart. And it's hard to see th- to be thankful or to see good things in those situations. But when we have a grateful heart, I believe we can be thankful in spite of all the bad things, challenging things, painful things that God is allowing us to face. Yan na problem natin. We sometimes feel or think we deserve more blessings. Deserve ko to Lord eh. Deserve ko na begimo ganito. And that's also the reason why some people they leave church. Some people they don't take God seriously. Some people, they just don't want to do anything with God. Why? They get disappointed. They were expecting, sana na solve yung problem ko. Sana pinayaman mo ko, Lord. Dapat ako yung sinagot niya. Sana wala nang mga ganitong classing requirements sa school. Sana wala nang sickness sa family. Sana wala nang ganito or whatever that is. We have so much expectations from God. At pag hindi niya ginawa yun, we get disappointed. But we fail to realize, hey, wait a minute. God already solved my greatest problem. All these other problems are secondary to the greatest problem he solved, which is sin. All the other things, sickness, money, career, purpose, problems with people here on earth, politics, the government official that you don't like, all of those things, guys, are secondary. Even tragedies, typhoons, lahat yun, secondary to the greatest problem. Why? Kahit solve yung COVID-19. But you don't have Christ in your life or I don't have Christ in my life, I go to hell. I am eternally separated from God. Kahit masolve yung politics problem and we don't have Jesus in our life, wala, because we're still eternally separated from God. Kahit na masolve yung money issue, love life issue, whatever issues na nagbabother sa life mo ngayon, sickness, cancer, whatever that is, kahit ma yan, and wala si Jesus sa life ng person na yan, bali wala pa rin. That's why we need to know our greatest problem. We need to know who saved us. We need to know the grace of God that is working in and through our lives. And I promise you, you're gonna develop a grateful heart. You know, one of the reasons why I don't get easily affected with the problems here on in this world is because nga, I have identified my greatest problem. Don't get me wrong, I I have problems. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm bothered with my problems, but not to the point that it destroys me. Not to the point na walana, parangwala ngbuga, wala asa. I can still be grateful. I can still be thankful. I can still smile. I can still face the next day, knowing that God is working, knowing that His grace is readily available anytime. Grabi kasi grace ni God guys. Grabi talaga ing grace niya. I just want you to imagine that in your life. Grabi talaga ing grace ni God. Now we don't deserve it. And even during this time, how He's providing. That's His grace. During this time, how He's comforting us, how He's sending people to pray for us, to remind us of His grace, to remind us that He cares, to remind us of His love. guys. We don't deserve that. But He's been so gracious to you and to me. Develop what? A grateful heart. How do we do that? Number one, you know your greatest problem. Number two, you know who saved you. You know that sin is our greatest problem. That in itself is the biggest problem of all. Nothing compares to that problem. But God sent His Son to save you and me. Know His grace is working, changing us, developing us, molding us to the kind of person that you want. He wants us to be. And not just that, number four, we need to know our future. That our future is eternally secure if you have Christ in your life. Why will that develop you? Uh, wh- why will that help you develop a grateful heart? Because your hope mo is secure you know that all of these things are temporary. You know that even if, yes, magkaroon ng COVID, even if next year problem ulit, even if there's gonna be earthquake, yes, we need to be careful, of course, yes, we need to be prepared, yes, we need to watch. I'm not saying na hindi ka na magmamas, lalabas ka na jan tomorrow, sabihin mo lang na wala nang sa COVID-19, why? Save na ako. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying you be careless. But what I'm saying is your heart, should be grateful because of these things, because your problem was solved, because you know who saved you, because His grace is working in your life, because you know your future. It will make you more grateful. It will make you more thankful. It will make you more obedient. It will make you submit to your leaders, to other people, to love people without expectations. That's gonna help you develop that kind of heart when we have these perspectives in our lives look at 1st Thessalonians chapter 5 look at what Paul wrote now brothers and sisters about times and dates we do not need to write to you meaning to say the second coming of our lord jesus christ for you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. Meaning to say, we don't know when He's gonna come. It's just like pag may magnanakaw, wala namang, alam, wala namang tao na alam nila may magnanakaw the next day, right? Or magpapaalam yung magnanakaw, hui next week magnanakaw sa inyo. Right? Nobody will do that. So what Paul is saying is it's a surprise, right? While people are saying peace and safety, and a lot of people are saying that. There's gonna be peace and safety in this world. And we want that. But guess what Paul is saying? Destruction will come on them suddenly as labor pains on a pregnant woman and they will not escape. Now let me explain this uh, for you to appreciate. When you know your future, you know that this world will not last forever. A lot of people are holding on to this world. Sometimes Christians are holding more on this world than on the second coming of Jesus Christ. And that's a sad thing, because mas humahawak sila sa world na to, hoping na magakaran ng changes. Yes, we pray that there will be changes. But if you read the Bible, sinabing ni Lord de, eh, there will be more earthquakes. Sinabing ni Lord, there will be wars. Sinabing ni Lord, there will be more sickness, more famine. People will be lovers of money. Even maybe officials, government officials, businessmen will be lovers of money fathers will war against their children mothers will fight against their daughters it's already there it's gonna happen and we cannot escape it but we can be channels of God's blessing what Paul is saying here is reminding us na people are telling us to focus just here on earth and as a result of that nakakalimutan natin yung Right, yung, yung talagang mas important. What's more important is Jesus is coming again. What's more important is Jesus Christ is our Savior and Lord. What's more important is the gospel message to tell people that He is the God of love, that we need to repent, we need to follow Jesus. We are forgetting that. Basta focus sa problems here on earth. I'm not saying wala tayong gagawin sa problems here on earth. We can do that, but that's not the primary importance. God pa rin, yung purpose pa rin niya, yung gospel pa rin. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness. Meaning to say, you're not in the dark. Hindi, hindi kayo parang hindi mo alam anong mangyayari. Sinabi na ni Lord eh. Sa scripture, he told us about what the things that are gonna happen. He told us about the important things. We're not in the dark anymore so that this day should surprise you like a thief. Right? It shouldn't surprise us. In fact, whenever I'm hearing things about like probability prob, there's going to be a potential war. There's going to be there was an earthquake. It breaks my heart na may mga na-affect. But it also reminds me na para para siyang series na. Alam ko na 'to eh. Nakita ako na ng trailer na 'to eh. Nasa Bible 'yan eh. Alam mo yun? di ba pag may trailer sa isang series, yung next episode ng isang series, may excite kay. malalaman mo na ito yung nangyayari, ito yung mangyayari. So that's what Paul is saying. It shouldn't surprise us anymore like a thief, right? It shouldn't surprise us. You are all children of the light and the children of the day. We do not belong to the night or the darkness. We're not in the dark. We know already. So we live like children of the light. So then let us not like, be like others who are asleep, meaning to say Christian sila, but they are asleep. They're not living for God. But let us be awake and sober, clear-minded, having the perspective of God in our lives. For those who sleep, sleep at night. And those who get drunk, get drunk at night. Meaning to say those people who don't care about God, who don't care about his second coming, who are not excited about Jesus returning again, our future in heaven, they're like this. They're asleep. They're just focused on this world. They get drunk. They're just focused on the happiness in this world. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, putting on faith, That's how we live our life. Love as a breastplate. We show to people that we love them just as Christ has loved us. The hope of salvation as a helmet. Telling them, showing to them that I'm not afraid. I'm not scared of what's going to happen because our hope is secure. For God did not appoint us to suffer. Look at this, look at this. God did not appoint us. If you're a child of God, look at your future. Look at my future. He did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. Imagine yung future mo. He died for us so that whether we are awake, meaning to say, you're alive or asleep, that's how they call death. You're asleep, you're dead physically. We will live together with Him. That's His promise. That's the hope that we have. Therefore, encourage one another and build up each other. Build each other up just as in fact you are doing paano ka hindi ma-encourage non? kung alam mong jesus died he rose again he solved your greatest problem and he's coming back again that will develop help develop a grateful heart you see that that will help develop for you and for me a grateful heart knowing our greatest problem knowing who saved us, knowing His amazing grace working in and through our lives, we don't deserve it. Sana makintindihan natin yun, no? No, we really don't deserve His grace. Sana mas maintindihan talaga natin Now because of His love, we are here. He could just snap His finger and wipe us out. Wipe us all out. Wipe out. Wala. Remove from earth. Nothing, but because of his love, he showed his grace to us. And a lot of you, you know this, and for some of you, you haven't experienced this. And the problem is, if you haven't experienced the grace of God, you don't have Jesus Christ in your heart. wala future na to that I was I'm telling you about. But you knowing that this is his future for his children should help us should remind us to give our lives to him to follow him completely and that will help us develop a grateful heart now before we close our time i've asked our music team or elevate exalt to play this special number it's a christmas song and i hope you will listen and i hope your hearts will be blessed let's listen to our elevate exalt Wow, wow, such a blessing. You know, I like that line that He will find us. Our Savior will find us. That's what He has done. That's why we have the Christmas season. To remind us that Jesus Christ came here for you and for me. You know what? Recently, I just realized uh, oh nga, no? it's so good to end the year with Christmas. You know why it's so good to end the year with Christmas? Look at this statement. We end the year with Christmas to remind us of Christ's love that overshadows any challenges we have faced and the hope that we have in Christ as we face the new year. Have you ever wondered bakit nag end yung year with Christmas? Bakit doon nilagay? For some people, it's just coincidence. But I don't think it's coincidence. I believe God because of his sovereignty made it that way to remind us na, na gaano ka grabi yung the face mong challenges this year you will always end knowing that god loves you you will always end the year knowing that there's hope for next year Galing, no you will always end the year knowing na reminding you na he came here to die for your sins and my sins and that in itself should remind us that lahat ng problems that you have faced this year is nothing compared to the problem that He has solved. Sin. He loves you dearly. He wants you to have eternal life. He wants you to follow Him. And not just that, it ends the year with Christmas so that yung new year natin will be faced with hope yung new year natin will be reminded na, oo nga, there is Christ working, sovereign. His grace is available. Next year is with hope because of Him. Because He came here. He died and He rose again. And His love is forever. So I don't know what's going on in your life. But I pray that as we end this new year, uh, this, this 2020 pala, as we end this 2020 and as we go to this new year, that you will learn to have a grateful heart. That you will thank God for his amazing love. That you will be reminded that en- any problem you face this year is nothing compared to the love of Christ and how he has solved your greatest problem and my greatest problem. I pray also that because of what He has done, it will give us the hope that in next year, 2021, He will be with us, He will guide us, He will strengthen us. And even if my challenge is next year, He's coming again and will bring us with Him for the rest of eternity. So I wanna pray for you. Actually, I wanna pray for two groups of people. The first group of people that I want to pray for, some of you guys, you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus. Jesus is not yet your Lord and Savior. You're still there in your sin. problem You haven't confessed to God. You haven't asked for forgiveness. You haven't received His grace. So I want to give you an opportunity to turn to God and follow Him for the rest of your life. So why don't we bow our heads And let's pray for, let's pray. I want to pray for those people who doesn't have a relationship with Jesus. If you're that person, pray something like this. Say to Jesus, Jesus, I'm really sorry for all my sins. I'm sorry. Because I thought my greatest problem is money, relationships, things in this world. I didn't know, Lord. And now I know that my greatest problem is sin. That because of this, I cannot go to heaven. But now I've realized, Jesus, that that's why you came here on earth to die for my sins and to give me eternal life. So today, Jesus, with all humility, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Come into my life You're the only one who can solve my greatest problem. I receive you in my heart. And from now on, I will follow you all the days of my life. Thank you that because of what you have done, I have eternal life. And because of what you have done, I can be grateful. And I want to pray also for the second group of people, for those who have a relationship already with Jesus. Lord, I pray For a lot of us who are listening, Lord, you know our hearts. You know that we have a relationship with you. And I ask, Lord, for your forgiveness for the times that we act ungrateful, for the times that we keep complaining, for the times that we feel like we're hopeless when in fact we we have full of hope because of you. Forgive us, dear God. I pray that we will see life the way you see it. I pray, Lord God, that we will see life And remind us of what you have done so that we will be grateful, so that we will be thankful. Remind us, Lord, of how you turned our lives around from someone who was dead to now who is alive, from someone who was lost to now who is found, from someone who was purposeless to now being used by you for your glory. Lord, we don't deserve that, but you are using us because of your grace. You have changed us, transformed us because of your grace. Lord, thank you so much. I pray for your blessing for all of us, Lord. Remind us that this season, this Christmas season, I pray that this will be a great reminder for us that your love is still there, that you are still sovereign, that all the problems we have faced this year, you were there, you care, and your love is still there. And help us to realize, Lord, that we have hope for next year. That you're still there. That your grace is always there. We love you. We honor you and give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you, guys. God bless you. And again, Merry, Merry Christmas. Thanks for joining us. We'd love to stay connected with you. So make sure to subscribe to our podcast or connect with an Elevate group through our website. See you at our next podcast.